0: Welcome everyone to Faces and Feels g Wandering Night 7. Uh, it's hard to believe that I still have so many of these to go. It seemed like such a great idea to review every single one in bite-sized chunks for everybody, but it really is quite a lot of effort and hard to keep uh, on top of everything, especially when they're on like every night of the week. Uh, so today's the 2nd of October Um, I've watched day seven and day eight, so I'll be knocking them both out today, and I have 11 left to go. I am committed to completing this task. I may never do it again. Next year, it may not be something I do. Um, It's obviously a little bit harder. I've only just released everything, so nobody's even listening to it yet, but maybe somebody will start to get some joy out of it or something like that. So maybe they look back, in a time capsule one day when I'm long dead and they're like, oh, I'm re-watching the G1 from 2020. and Some random guy was talking about it in 15-minute chunks for me to easily digest what happened on the day and his meaningless thoughts about it. But (laughs) here we are. So uh, the night kicked off with Suzuki versing uh, Yujiro Takahashi. My tip was Suzuki and he came out on top. Uh, not really much to speak out on this. It was kind of much like I thought it would be a bit of a punchy-punch uh, brawling type match where Suzuki handily defeated Yujiro in like under eight minutes, I think it was. So nothing to talk about, but the right man won, especially for my tips. I do wonder if Yujiro will go this entire contest like without a win, though. I was looking at his lineup, and so let's have a look here. So his next opponents are Shingo, not looking good. Ishii, not looking good. Uh, Jay White, really not looking good. Uh, Ibushi, not looking good. Uh, Jeff Cobb, maybe that's his one win. Didn't tip him for that one win, which is a real shame. But yeah, so Jeff Cobb maybe, and that's his only option. So yeah, I he might just run this entire table like without a single win. Real shame for him, but you know it was kind of to be expected. He's in there to to be like not I don't want to say a night off, but you know somebody in there where where he's just gonna be solid. He's gonna deliver a match, be there for him, and then get out. So. Anyway, he's doing his job, and, uh, yeah, I think he's not going to do too well as far as the tournament goes. Definitely not winning. Um, Next, my tip was Kota Ibushi defeating Jeff Cobb, uh, and that is what came to pass. Um, this This was actually a really good match, like one of the better of Cobbs I've ever seen. There was this one moment where, like, Ibushi was on the second rope, and he slung him off and then caught him and whipped him round like he was a little bebe uh, in his arms. And, yeah, it just looked so powerful. And it, it was really like, uh, for me, a showcase for Cobb with Ibushi just hitting like this kick and then, you know, the knee strikes at the, the end, the golden trigger type knee at the end and ending it. Um, or is it, it's golden triggers with Kenny, isn't it? Kamagoye? I forget the name. Anyway, the double, like the single knee to the face where he holds their arms. Um, and yeah, and ending it. So it, it didn't it didn't hurt Jeff Cobb in any way. Uh, he looked very dominant, very powerful, but then Coda just pulled out the right moves at the right time, shook it, like rung his bell and, and picked up the win. So yeah, it was really good. And um, Cobb's growing on me a bit in this tournament. I think... Uh, The new look with the... He's looking a little bit more gritty and stuff with the the beard and stuff, and he's looking very tanned these days, so good on him. Uh, Next up was Okada defeating Tai Chi. I tipped Okada, and as this played out, I kind of thought maybe Tai Chi was going to do it. They keep telling this story. Uh, I guess it's a story of Okada not wanting to use the Rainmaker and use this money clip thing and go from there. Um, and that's what seemed to be happening. So yeah, he complete mind blank for one second. But yeah, it just seemed to be be like a pretty dominant match by Tai Chi. But then in the end, Okada gets on that money clip, and like Tai Chi sold it like a million bucks. Like he was looked like he was completely gasping for air, it was choking out. He was trying to grab stuff and faded and they had to call it. So he probably did, like, the best job of making the money clip look effective, but uh, Okada ain't winning this thing. People say he's going to come back and run the table and win it. I don't see that happening. I I don't think he'd have bandages on his back and all that stuff. He may pick up a few and, you know, play spoiler for Will, um, but I don't think he's going to win it. It's kind of a real shame, though. I think in my tips, let's have a quick look here. I am pretty sure, yeah, I've got Okada spoiling Osprey. I wonder if it'll go the other way in the end. You know what? I'm going to stick to my booking and say it goes the other way. But I think the, the heelish nature that Osprey has been delivering is going to lead to conflict between the two. And I'm about it. I think it's going to be killer, um, provided Okada you know, starts to kick it back up a notch. I really hope he's not injured. I hope it's just the storyline, so yeah. Uh, then we had Will Ospreay defeating Jay White. Um, I had picked Jay White to beat Ospreay, uh, and that is not what happened. Um, I was happy with the win, though. I thought it was a really good match. I thought those two worked so well together. I, I It was like the kind of dickish stuff that Osprey's been doing really coming out. Like at one point he had literally, it was just a stride uh, crouched over Jay White, who's got his head on his, uh, like he's kind of crumpled into a ball and he's got his hands over his head. And Will's just like kneeling over the top of him, just double fisting, just like punching MMA strikes into his head and stuff, really losing his temper. And I thought it was, it was killer. It showed that cool, you know, more vicious side of Will and definitely you could see those two having some great matches and a real cool feud in the future, which would be good. And then the last match uh, was Tomohiro Ishii defeating Shingo Takagi. Now, I had picked Shingo, but I think I even said on the last podcast, I was like, Ishii's undefeated. There's no way he's losing this. Like, he had to pick up a win. Um and that's exactly what happened. These two work so well together. These, uh, the two are the best, and I can watch their stuff all day. They just beat the ever living shit out of each other, and it's it's killer to see. Um, I think uh, I think Ishii needed the win, and it's not going to hurt Shingo Takagi. I mean, Ishii could could go this whole thing undefeated; it wouldn't hurt him because he just puts on like amazing matches. But I'm I'm super glad. That they uh, managed to pick one up, and though he's not going to win, he continues to be dangerous in the tournament. So yeah, that is going to be killer. Um, as far as my faces and feels for the night, I would probably say, man, what a what a good night! Hey, like Ibushi versus Cobb, Osprey versus Jay White, and Ishii versus Takagi were like three of the better matches of the entire tournament, so it's really hard to pick favourites of the whole thing. Um, How do you even pick? I... I think I'm gonna go with my gut and go with Ibushi and Cobb, which is surprising. I just I just loved it. I loved it. like Ibushi spent the whole time just getting thrown around, really, and then he just hits that massive head kick, and Cobb drops to his knees, and then the wind shift, and then and then he sees it through. And yeah, it was it was killer. The other two were great. It's this is like choosing between fine stakes, which one you like the most. Uh, but yeah, I th- I think I really enjoyed like that ending, that kind of shock ending, because it looked like it wasn't going to go Ibushi's way at all. So, yeah, that's the one I'm going to go with. Um, a preview for the day eight. Uh, we are going to see Juice versus Yano, and I have picked Yano. Uh, Goto versus ZSJ, and I have picked ZSJ. Tanahashi versus Yoshihashi, and I have picked Tanahashi. Evil versus Kenta, and I have picked Evil. And Naito versus Sanada, and I have picked Naito. Now, that one, I much like the Ishii thing, I was saying to Amy, I'm like, there's no way Sonata's losing this. He's completely, he's like, hasn't won a match yet and Naito's undefeated and that needs to happen. And also, it's like Sonata's hometown and everything like that. Uh, In the post-match press conference stuff uh, leading up to this, Naito was saying that everybody thinks he would lose for that exact reason and that he... You know, he doesn't personally feel that Sonata's ready, but that loss is going to serve him well in the future to, you know, inspire him to do better and stuff. So I didn't get a chance to catch Sonata's comments uh, leading up towards Naito, but I'll be very interested to see how that match plays out. And I'm hoping for something good. I'm I'm hoping not to see a single Paradise lock. I'm hoping to see this more on-point Sonata that we've seen for the whole competition. It's been killer. Um... All right, I'm going to wrap this one up short and sweet. Uh, I have still more to do. Thank you, everybody, for checking this out. Uh, I'm going to be catching up with Travis very soon and doing a more full-length show where we'll talk about all the wrestling and stuff that we've been catching recently and also uh, his experiences enjoying his very first G1 Climax tournament. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Peace out, and I'll see you on the next episode of Face and Feel's G-Wondering Night 8.